Welcome to Faith City Outreach, where your host, Marina Maria, reaches out to the world to discuss Christian topics and providing biblical solutions, as well as praying for the nations. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The music in this broadcast is provided courtesy of Zapsplat.com. Now, here is your host, Marina Maria. Declare the scripture in Zechariah 2.5 over Faith City Outreach, where the Lord says, And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. Welcome to Faith City Outreach. This is Marina Maria with today's special guest, Nomvula Mokute from South Africa. She is the host at Voices of Hope. She is also trans- a transformation instigator and a preacher. Thank you so much, Nomvula, for being on Faith City Outreach to discuss the Woman's Prayer or Power of Prayer Rally on July 3rd from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. This rally will include praying for the state of women globally, which is such a good time to do this. Nomvula, I have to share that I Pray it to God if he wanted me to interview someone about praying for women globally, and then he sent you. So I am truly excited about this interview that God has ordained. Nomvula, I know you live in South Africa, but what part of South Africa are you from, and how would you describe your city or country that you live in? Hi, Marina. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I am so delighted. I'm blessed, highly favored to be able to be in South Africa and be able to speak to everybody on your side of uh, the world. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I am currently based in a town called Middleburg, which is in a province called Mpumalanga. And uh, my town is a beautiful and developed town. It's growing bigger and bigger every day. And it is also a town that belongs to Jesus. Amen to that. Amen. Africa for Jesus. Absolutely. Nomvula, are you married? Um, Actually, I am happily married to a man, a man that I like and I love. And we've only been married for six months. (laughs) Wow, that's exciting. (laughs) Well, congratulations. Thank you so much. We've been together for for four years, um, but have known each other for a little more than 10 years. He he is a pastor. Um, He's a thought leader. He loves God's people. And his heart is after, you know, the souls for Jesus Christ. Amen. That's great. I can tell you make a great couple, a godly (laughs) couple. Thank you. Nomvula, I want the listeners to know a little bit about your salvation story. Would you please share that with us? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, Marina, I was a typical teenager um, in a youth service. Um, I remember I was 15 years old listening to a preacher who asked the audience if there's anyone who wants to give their lives to Jesus. You know, I remember watching people stand up and, you know, heading to the altar, but I just sat there where I was sitting. You know, I was not, but it's not long before, before that, that I heard a still small voice audibly speaking to me saying, this is your chance to live. Jesus Christ is calling you. You know, when I heard that voice and I heard those words, I couldn't believe what I was hearing, but I did not hesitate at all. Um, I, want, I went to the altar and I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And, um, you know, as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that from then on, you were just radical for Christ? You know, the interesting thing is that um, from the on, I was still young. I just knew that I gave my life to Jesus. But Marina, it was only 
four years later, and this will always be my testimony. I got to, to accept Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior at 15, but I only got to know God at 19 years old, four years later. And what do I mean by that? I was still young. You know, I just... I just knew that, okay, I just want to give my life to Christ. But I did not have a relationship with him at that point. I still was a teenager. I continued doing the crazy stuff that I was doing. You know, I went to church, youth services. I was still a teenager. But there just came a point where um, I began to know God. I began to um, uh, uh, study his word and read his word and pray. And that only happened four years after that. (laughs) Nomvula, what have you been learning from the word lately? You said that you've been learning a lot from God, and I am sure that God has been speaking to you. Please share, what has he been speaking to your heart about lately in the word, or in his sure. word? Sure. Um, you know, a lot, I've learned a lot about, about God's mercy, Marina, and how he desires us to give our lives fully to him, not half-heartedly, but fully. You know, scriptures like Matthew 16, 24, that says, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That is a scripture that I ran with, you know, and I did for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I began to ask myself, what is denying myself? What what does God mean when he says we should deny ourselves and and take up our own crosses and follow him? But that is one of the things that, you know, I have, I've been learning that God has given us mercy over and over and over again. Why? Because we have not come to a place where we deny ourselves. We've only come to a place where we just want to know him and we just want him to bless us. And we just want to just go to church on Sunday. But that intimate relationship with God and denying who we think we are and, and, and picking up the cross of, of knowing this Christ and following him, that for me has stood out for me in this season. That is very impactful, and I'm glad you brought that up. That is such an important message is denying who we think we are. Mm-hmm. Because many mm-hmm. times we take on the world's perception or the world's uh, identity of who we are. And you're bringing up in a very important point, Numvula, because we need to remember that our identity comes from Christ, not from the world. Absolutely. That is so true, Marina. And for me, um, I must be honest, it was not easy because like you're saying, we're so used to, remember, my name here on earth is Nomvula Mukute right now. And everything that I go through, all the changes that I go through, those things don't define me. My pain, my hurt, everything, rejection, those things don't, are not a definition of who I am. But my identity, like you say, is Christ. It is who is he in my life? And who does, who does he say I am? And those are the things that I began to declare. Those are the things that I began to say over myself. And of course, it's not easy. It cannot happen if you do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you do not have a relationship with God, how will, you, how will we get to know who he is and what he says we are if we don't build that relationship with him? Exactly. And I know that you had mentioned just a moment ago about fully giving ourselves to him, not half-heartedly. So with that, knowing that about what you just said, I just want to ask those listeners, and I know I won't be getting an answer, but I'm asking those listeners, have you fully given your hearts to Christ? Nomvula, what have you been praying about lately? Well, of course, I've uh, I've been praying about um, those that have been affected, you know, um, by the the COVID nineteen, by the pandemic in any and every way, from families to marriages, businesses, churches, you name it, any. 
every state that has been affected. I've been praying a lot about them and really asking God just to um, have mercy on us and asking God to protect us, asking God to really just keep us in him and not leave us and not forsake us in this time. Um, But I've also, um, my heart actually, Marina, um, has been groaning and praying for women at this time. That is just the direction that has been in my soul and in my spirit amidst all the other things that I pray for. That is what my soul has been groaning for, praying for women worldwide. Are there any particular topics that the Lord has put in your heart to pray for women about, Numvula? Um, yes, Marina. Um, women in ministry, women that are married, basically women in, in, in every sphere of, of life. There hasn't been a specific, specific, specific topic, but it has just been about um, women all over the world. And I've just been praying through from women in ministry, um, women that are in business, you know, women that are in purpose, in God's purpose, and so on and so forth. So I've just been, you know, praying overall. I know you're going to be doing a women's prayer rally on July 3rd from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. What do you think Mm -hmm. the state of women is right now globally? Huh. You know, it's it's a very sensitive thing to me, Marina, because when I pray... And, and I'm asking God, what is it? Why are you pushing us um, to, to prayer? Why is it that you are calling us to prayer, oh God? I really, um, I really believe that the state of women, what God had shown me, Marina, is women weeping. I saw women crying. I saw a lot of women that are rich and wealthy, but they are souls are hungry for salvation. Um, I saw a lot of women also pray, uh, crying out for their daughters, their children. And I really think that with all sensitivity, it's not looking good for the state of women right now. Women are being abused all over the world. Women are just uh, being uh, uh, treated in the most dysfunctional ways. Um, women are, are trying to fight for their lives, you know, fighting for their freedom, fighting for um, uh, inequality. It's always a fight when it comes to women. We are just fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. And in that fighting, we find that we become weak and we become tired and Lord, we're going through so much. We are wives, we are mothers, we are businesswomen. So the state of a woman right now, what I see in the spirit is that women's souls are tired. I see a lot of um, tired and weary, weary women who are crying out for help, who need strength, who need Jesus now more than ever before. Amen. I wanted to just let you know that I am so thankful that the Lord has brought you to be that voice of hope and voice of truth, because in that hope, you're going to be sharing truth. And the truth is coming from the word of what Christ says about them. Numbula, I know that you are a host at Voices of Hope and a transformation instigator, as well as a preacher. When did God call you to be in ministry or to be, or to do, to serve him this way? Sure. Um, I think if I remember correctly, is it was about 13 years ago after finishing school, you know, I did not realize that it was ministry then. For me, I just took it as something that I love doing, you know, preaching the word around schools and preaching the word to the youth. 
um, and in youth services at my, I used to uh, have a show. I had a show for a good four years on our local radio station. And I had a youth talk show called uh, Touch Me, Lord Jesus. And that for me, of course, then it was something that I just loved doing, but I didn't know that well, ministry had already started. And so, yeah, it was about 13 years ago. I think I was about 17 years old. What is God doing in your life on an ongoing basis with the women that you come in contact with? I must share this, you know, that um, when God spoke to me about two years ago, Um, revealing to me that he has called me for women, that they are my core audience and um, he wants me to minister to them. You know, Marina, I didn't take it seriously because I felt like my personality is attracted to both male and females, you know, until I saw women draw to me and the work that I do. And then I started, you know, getting dreams. I started getting messages. I started getting revelations about the female seed. And once again, the Holy Spirit confirmed to me that God is calling you for women. And it was from that day, you know, that I began to then draw my message and draw um, myself to, to understanding and studying the seed of a woman and what God wants me to know and what God wants to reveal to me when it comes to his daughters and it comes to women. And I began to do research and all of those kind of things. But when I started Marina, it really felt this is my place. And it doesn't mean that I cannot minister to men. It doesn't mean that I cannot minister to anybody else. But I knew from that point that this is my place. You know, I've been having so many events, women events that I've been hosting, women empowerment events that I've been hosting. And really when I'm in there, I know I can tell it from the bottom of my soul that this is my zone. This is what God has called me to do. And this is who God has called me to do because God calls you either for a place, either for people, either for a person. And so when you get an understanding and an enlightenment of that, you begin to flow, you know, um, they usually say flow with the wind of God. And so when I started understanding that I'm called for women and I began to grasp that and I began to pray for that and I began to manifest in that you know, I, I started seeing women just being attracted to the work that I do and everything that I do, and I've been doing that ever since. Do you think these are the reasons why you are having a woman's power of prayer rally in, <laughs> on July 3rd? Marina, I really believe the women's prayer rally is totally God's answer to some of my prayers and other people's prayers. I really believe that the heavens have heard and have seen the troubled hearts of so many women worldwide. And this is God saying, call unto me and I will answer. You know, it will be, it's going to be live on Facebook, by the way, and it's going to be published, you know, on YouTube, Amazon TV, Roku, and so many other platforms online. Um, we will be broadcasting live from um, an online ne- network called um, E3- E360 TV, um, which uh, can be accessed worldwide. And I really like, again, I have to say this, that I would love the women that are listening right now come and join in, in the prayer. I really believe that this prayer rally is totally God's answer to some of the prayers that uh, we are that we are praying and asking God to answer. Yes, and I really believe too that men can even benefit from this prayer rally because they need to know what to pray for their wives about, what to pray for women about, and what to pray for what women are going through. Um, we have always like separated 
prayer rallies um, from genders, you know, and I'd like to include the men in this. I'd like to include, I mean, when we pray, we pray for everybody. We don't, I mean, yes, this is exclusively prayers for women, right? But that doesn't mean that men cannot join in. Men cannot pray. And again, if we unite the men, they will know what to pray for, even their mothers. Maybe, maybe they, they need to know what mothers are going through, um, what they need to know about what business women are going through, what pastors are going through, what their fiancés mm-hmm. are going through, what uh, their teachers are going through, what just the women in general are going through. And so I'd like to invite men, too, to start praying for women. Also, Nonvula. Very powerful, Marina. Very powerful. I think. I think. I wouldn't have said that any better. You know, if the men that 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 are listening, we need your backup as well. You know, we need your backup. Remember, prayer um, is not about gender, of course. Exactly. Um, and we need. We need. You know, we need the men to support us, even if they're not going to be in so-called part of it. But you know, when we pray in those hours. Can you? Can they pray with us? Can they join us? You know, and and we all pray together, and we also pray for each other. I love that you mentioned that because actually, Marina, probably you are the first to hear it, and everybody else that is listening. But I actually saw a vision of a men's prayer rally and uh, praying for, for men, praying for men as well. I think that God is just calling all of us, male, female. Exactly. To prayer. Everybody to prayer. Yes, to pray for each other. It doesn't matter. Gender, age, it doesn't matter. Nothing is going to divide us. And even though we're going to be exclusively talking about just uh, topics that are affecting mostly women, um, it doesn't mean that we can't have the backup prayer, the prayer walls, the prayers of men and children. Absolutely. Amen. Nonvula, what would be the setup for this prayer rally for women on July 3rd? How are you going to, how is Um, it going to be set up? Is there anybody that's going to be joining you in the prayers? Uh, I'm just interested in knowing how this is all going to be set up, (laughs) especially if it's coming from South um, Africa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, yes, I will be. I will be sharing um, the, the 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 flyers um, with you. Um, of course, uh, I'll send it to you privately. But it's going to be on social media, and um, it's just basically um, a women a, a a a list of women. We're not so many about six to eight women that are going to be praying from exactly twelve a.m. Um, right through to three a.m. But each of them, each of the ladies, for example, um, the going to be one person who prays from 12 to 12 30 a.m and then the next prayer warrior starts at 12 30 a.m to 1 a.m and then the next prayer warrior starts at 1 a.m so it's like a rally it's just you know uh, different kinds of women that are praying for different kinds of things and i did not uh, believe in giving them topics i totally believe in the holy spirit revealing to you because the bible says that he is also praying the holy spirit and he will give you yes. what to pray and so i told I told all the the speakers or the prayer warriors, I said, I'm not giving you any topics. This is the theme. We are praying for the state of women globally, but let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Whether he says you should be praying for women in ministry, whether he says you should be praying for widows, whether he says you should be praying for women who are married or single, whatever the Holy Spirit lays in their heart, they are just going to be releasing. And I believe that I told them, I said, please feel free to decree feel free to declare, feel free to flow prophetically. There is no limitations in this prayer rally. Amen. And I also see in the spirit that this will not just be one time, Nomvula. I think you're going to have several or maybe even continuous uh, prayer values prayer rallies for Oh my women. gosh. Oh I see my it in gosh. the spirit. Wow. 
Wow, Marina, you are, oh my gosh. I thank you, Rabbi Shantalabasaya. I thank you so much. Thank you for revealing that. You know what? Because I had not shared this with anybody at all. It was something that was dropped in the shower by the Holy Spirit. But I thought to myself, I'm just going to keep it to myself. But here is a confirmation <laughs> coming all the way from Arizona because the Holy Spirit said it's not going to be a one-time thing and we are going to continue. <laughs> We're going to do another one in August. You know, they call it the Women's Month, but we're going to do another one in August. I don't know if we'll do another one in September, but I heard that so clearly that it's not going to be a one-time thing. And the Holy Spirit said to me, anyway, Novula, when you do things, it's never a one-time thing. It's always something that will continue and continue. <laughs> but I thank you for the confirmation. Thank well, you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Another thing that's coming to my mind too, Nomvula, right now, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. This doesn't often happen, but um, this is very unique. I hear that your rallies for women, because their voices have been silenced for years, because of their suffering, has uh, they uh, have experienced for years and they haven't been recognized and they haven't been using their, their spiritual gifts that the uh, Holy Spirit has given them. You will break the chains. These prayer rallies will break the walls of religion. It will break mm-hmm. the walls of religion. And so it will be a breakthrough. That's what it is. Um, and that's what Amen. I'm getting Amen. in the spirit. Sure. Amen. Amen. Nomvula. I am connecting. Yes. Nomvula, what is the best thing a woman can do in the midst of suffering? Pray. (laughs) Amen. Sure. Pray um, and continue to believe. You know, I know that it sounds easier said than done. But when your soul is tearing apart and you feel like life is not worth living anymore, pray, Mm -hmm. cry out, shout out, not to man, not to your friends, not to your husband, not to your children, but shout out to Jesus, pray to Jesus. You know, I I know that sometimes when we hear preachers and we hear people saying these things, but you feel like it does not resonate with your situation because your situation is that bad. I really believe that it's in that point in time that you hear the word and the word manifests in your situation. And so the women that right now feel like I'm just drowning and I'm just suffering, I am encouraging you to pray. I am encouraging you to seek the the, the Father's face in the midst of your tears, in the middle of the night, whatever it is that you're suffering from, I I encourage you to pray. The Bible says pray without ceasing. That That means pray without stopping. Don't stop to pray because that's what the enemy wants us to do. Listen, the more you stop praying is the more the enemy attacks your soul. The, 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 as soon as you stop praying and just starting to, to look at the mountain physically, that is when the enemy comes in. And that is when he starts playing around in your mind and telling you that you're not going to make it, telling you that you're a failure, telling you that you're not going to pull through out of this. But when you continue in prayer daily, I'm talking about daily. You know what? Prayer should not be like a date where you just go in there once a week or twice a week. It's not even something that you, you, you can even choose to do. Yes, it's a choice, you know, um, um, ideally, but it's, it's, it's about that relationship and that commitment that you have personally with God. And don't do it to impress others. Don't do it to impress your family. This is about you. And so I'm encouraging women out there. Pray, women. Pray, seek, cry out to God. The Bible says that when you cry out to him, he will answer. He will answer. That's what I believe. Nomvula, you mentioned about prayer. And I'd like to add on to that. 
that we pray not only once or twice a week, but daily, that we pray, we pray without ceasing. So pray every moment of the day as much as possible. And I wanted to share something that I think listeners, especially women, would really um, benefit from. I met a woman, this was years ago, and it was just for a little while. She was in a very, very, um, actually, she was married like about, oh gosh, I, I want to say about four or five times. And so she was just wanting also to leave the husband that she was with, with right at that moment. Well, mm-hmm. I, um, she told me that she doesn't know very much about the Bible. She doesn't know very many scriptures, but she goes, what I do is I go to the bathroom and I just call on Jesus. I just say, Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. And so that really stuck in my mind because for women that don't know very many scriptures, that don't know or haven't read the Bible, you could just call on his name right now. And there's power in the name of Jesus. He will help you. There's power in the name of Jesus. And so women, I encourage you women who are listening right now, cry out to him. Cry out to Jesus. That's all you need to do is cry out to him and share and pour out your heart to him. And he will respond. He will respond. Nonvula, what do you hope to, what do you hope what will happen because of the power of prayer rally that you're going to be having on July 3rd? Can you repeat that again, Marina? Yes. What do you hope or what do you pray that will happen for this power prayer rally? Yes. I am I am not only hoping, I am believing, Marina. Yes. That you said it actually earlier on, you said it. I am believing that this prayer will be a breakthrough. It will be a breakthrough. There is no distance in prayer. Just because it's happening in South Africa, it doesn't mean that Jesus cannot touch somebody in Arizona or in Africa or in Asia. But I believe that women, after this prayer, I'm prophetically saying this and I'm prophetically uttering this, Shanda, that women are, going, women are going to resurrect And why do I say resurrection? Because many women are dead in their spirit. Many of them have died because of pain. Many of them have died in their spirit because of all the things that have been going through. But I see a great resurrection. Women are going to resurrect. Women are going to arise. Women's voices are going to shout out loud. I hear a sound in the spirit. Women coming together, a sound in the spirit, a sound of unity, a sound of power, a sound of resurrection arising as one voice um, crying out to God and, 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 and claiming and reclaiming the victory that has already been given unto us in the name of Jesus. Those that felt like they're defeated, I see women that are rising victoriously. Listen, we are not going into this prayer for victory, but we are going into this prayer victorious. What do I mean by that? We are not going in as though we are going to be asking for victory, but we are going inside the prayer victorious, prophetically victoriously going into the prayer and i believe in the name of jesus um, that those that have backslidden him um, they are coming back to jesus christ in the name of jesus those that have felt that i've left the father those that have felt that i've left jesus i left my relationship i left my prayer altar i believe that this prayer is resurrecting prayer altars and um, the prayers that are in the corners um, that nobody can hear or see um, women listen to me you your prayer altars are re- arising. Your prayer altars are resurrecting in the name of Jesus. And I see you rising. I see you standing up again. I see the relationship with God becoming intimate again. We've walked 
too far away from God because of worldly things, because of sinful natures, because of the things that we've been going through. But I see God bring us. I hear the Lord saying, I want my daughters back. I want my daughters back. I want them back in focus. I want them back in righteousness. I want them back in salvation in the name of Jesus. Like nothing ever been heard or seen as the Bible says, no ear has heard and no eye has seen what God is about to do through this prayer rally. I see women, oh, those women who have said, I'm giving up on my ministry as a pastor or as a prophet or as an apostle. This thing is too hard for me. I'm going through too much. I am seeing those ministers rising in the name of Jesus and proclaiming the name of Jesus. We are rising, women, now more than ever before. We are not saying this because we're women, but we are saying this because it is in the spirit and it is about to manifest in the name of Jesus. It will manifest globally in the name of Jesus. And women, you are victorious through Jesus. First Corinthians 15, 37. First Corinthians 15, 37. Nomvula, as you were praying and as you were speaking, I saw a vision and there was a door that was open and there was light in that door. But as that door was open, another door opened and another door opened and so many doors were opening with light inside the room. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. I just want to quickly say this, Marina, as we're just flowing. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to say to this to women that you must believe that God will never leave you nor forsake you. This is what I want you to believe. I want you to believe this woman, if you are listening, that God will never leave you nor forsake you. Joshua 1.5, he will never leave you nor forsake you. I want you to believe and know that God does not grow weak or weary. Isaiah 40, 28, he does not grow weak and he does not grow weary. We are the ones, we are the ones who grow weary. We are the ones who grow weak, but God never does. I want you to believe that God will deliver you from your suffering. Job 36 verses 15 says, but those who suffer, he delivers in their suffering. He speaks to them in their affliction. I want to prophetically declare this again over your life, but those who suffer, he delivers in their suffering. He speaks to them in their afflictions in the name of Jesus. I want you to believe women of God. I want you to believe whoever you are that is listening. Even if there are men that are listening right now, I want you guys to believe he will, in the name of Jesus, deliver you from your suffering in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And women who are listening to go to Jesus the way you are, come as you are. It's never going to be a perfect time when you feel. Don't feel like, oh, well, I don't feel. Don't say it in your mind. I don't feel this is the right time. It's always the right time. The time is now. Go to him the way you are, the way you are, how you are. It doesn't matter. Go to him. He loves you unconditionally. John 3.16. He loves you. You are more than a conqueror. Romans 8, 37. Oh, wow. You are not condemned. Amen. Romans 8, 1. Oh. You are God's masterpiece. Oh. Ephesians oh, 2, 10. Wow. You oh, are his masterpiece. Oh, the world may say you are not, oh, but God says you are. Oh, Ramba Shantaraba. Marina, I don't know what the Holy Spirit is doing here, but I thank him. I thank him. As you were speaking right there, Oh my gosh, I actually want to read this. You just said, now come as you are. This is written in my notes today. I'm talking about today. This was in my note today. Praise the Lord. Please share. Feel. Wow. For those who feel they've lost their relationship with God or have uh, backslidden, God says, come as As you are. are. Broken as you are, lost and confused as you are, 
tired and worn out as you are you don't have to pretend that you are okay and all good he is ready to take you in just as you, you are, are to commune with you again to speak to you again and use you to and use you again it says here come to me says the lord just as, as you, you are. are oh my god Thank wow. you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank and you, we Holy go Spirit. to him. So women who are listening, go, go, go as you are. That's as what he says. Are. Just come as you are. Yes. You are beautiful. Yes. He loves yes. you. He sees you. His yes. ways are not like yes. our ways. And thank God for that. He sees you. With such beauty. He created you. You are his masterpiece. Why would he say anything different? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Nomvula, have there ever been times when you thought God wasn't coming through? In your oh, life? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. There has been so many, so many times that I felt that he's just not coming through, you know, especially um, I'm, an, I'm an entrepreneur as well. And I felt like, God, you know, my finances, I need, I need help. I need to do your work, but I need finances. Please come through. And, you know, I would feel like, oh, this is not happening. It's not, but, but I realized that sometimes God does not come through the way that we think he's going to come through because his ways and our ways are totally different. And yes, Marina, there has been those times, but you know what? I never gave up. I never gave up. You know, people can go to my, um, to my Facebook or social media pages. I've always been doing the work of God. I never gave up. You know, there were times when I didn't have money to post events, when I didn't have money to do what God wanted me to do. But in fact, I didn't have the money, but he had the resources. He had the people ready. I remember once I hosted um, a revival and uh, this was a vision that God gave me. And I, host, I hosted this revival from 2014 to 2019 for five years. When God revealed that revival to me for young people, I had no money. I had no resources, but I did it. I went there, I did it, and I found people giving. I found people just coming through for me. So I want you guys to understand that he may not come the way he wants that you think he's going to come. Mm-hmm. He may not actually put money in your account. Mm-hmm. He may not actually do exactly as you think that he will do it, but he just does it in his own way. But the fact remains that he does come through because his word is yea and amen. And that's his promise. And he cannot lie. Amen. Right, Nomvula? That's right. It's right. I like that you mentioned that you never gave up. And if you think about it, Nomvula, if we had given up, we would go back to being confused, going back to being lost, going back to hating our lives. But if you don't give up and you let God, he will reveal so much of not only who he really is and his power and his blessings, but he will just shower you with his love, his peace, and you won't feel that confusion. You won't feel the being lost. You won't feel the being confused. He's not an author of confusion. He's an author of peace. Absolutely. Amen. Indeed, I agree. So if women are out there and they want to give up or they have given up, well, guess what? All we do is go back to the same road. And so if we do something the same over, again and again and don't get this and we get the same result then we don't go anywhere but if you change change the result which means if you don't give up and you let god and he will take you on his road that will reveal victory 
that will reveal his will which is so much better for us Mm -hmm. and that will reveal his Mm -hmm. peace and that will reveal so many of his blessings that you will be in the same place or you will be grateful for not giving back giving up and not returning to that same old broken lost confused road that you were on amen nonvula what advice would you give women who are experiencing right now let's say doubt from god You know, um, there are times, Marina, where um, I even doubted God, Mm -hmm. I must say, because this road is not easy. There were times where I said to God, well, I don't think that God can make this happen because this is too big. You know, and I'm just talking about something like a vision, for example, you know, a vision that he wants me to do. I would just be like, Lord. This is too big for me. I'm only 30 years old. I'm young. These things are supposed to be done by, you know, people that are way older, spiritually um, older than me and matured. You know, I'm making an example of myself so that you can understand. And some of the things that I would do, some of the things that God would tell me to do, these are things that are supposed to be done by people that are, you know, great apostles and great prophets and men and women of God. But then he just chooses me. So I would then doubt because I'm looking at myself physically. And yet, listen to me, listen to me, women that are listening, whatever situation that you are doubting, you know why you're doubting it? Because you're looking at it physically. And I want you to do something tonight. Whatever it is that you're doubting, can you just uh, uh, change your perspective and look at it spiritually? If God is giving you something that maybe you think is, is, is too much for you or bigger than you, don't look at it physically, but look at it spiritually. Look at the end results. What is it that, you know, and ask God to reveal it to you. What is the end result? God, if you want me to go this way, I mean, this is too difficult. This is too much. This is too fast for me, whatever it may be, or whatever it is that you're doubting, look at the end result. Because you know what? God is not looking at you right now. That's the truth. He's not even looking at you right now. He is looking at you from the end perspective because he's the alpha and he is the omega. He already knows how your life is going to end. He's already known how your destiny is going to end. So if you're doubting, I want you to change that and and, and, and add on some faith because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The question is, the question is, what are we seeing? That's the question, because if you doubt, that means you're not seeing. That means you're not looking by faith. When you begin to doubt, because when you have faith, you begin to see things that are not as though they are. So where does doubt come from? It comes from lack of faith. So pray for your faith. Let God give you not just faith, but let him give you the gift of faith, because the Mm -hmm. Bible says that we have all the nine gifts Ask for the gift of faith. Ask him, Father, anything you show me, anything that you want me to believe, show me the end result. Show me the unseen. And when you begin to look in the spirit and see the things that um, others cannot see and you begin to manifest it, I I promise you, I am a living testimony. It will happen. Can I share this quickly before we close? I don't know how much time. Absolutely. You have about five minutes. Thank you. Okay, so I just wanted to share, I wanted to share this, that I am living in a city called Middleburg, like I shared earlier on. And you know what? I never thought ever in my life that I thought that I would be interviewed in Arizona, USA. Okay? I never, I never saw that. But as soon as I started manifesting by faith and seeing what God, God's plan for me and seeing the end results, I never thought that I'd be able to host women and globally. You know, I always, yes, I always thought I'd do something great. But what God is doing right now in my life as an Omvula, I never, ever thought this would happen. And I am a living testimony that if you have faith in God, he is not just going to give you faith, but he's going to give you the gift of faith. And that faith is going to propose propel you to your destiny. Amen. And we just need to take a step of faith, even though we don't understand it. But if he's revealed something to us, women, 
and you don't understand it, and just take that step. Take that yeah. step of faith. Amen. That's Amen. what pleases the Lord is obedience. What pleases the Lord is for us to obey him. Amen. Thank you so much, sister, for being on Faith City Outreach to discuss the power of prayer and the power of the prayer rally that you're going to be holding on the internet that you will be leading on July 3rd from 12 a.m. through 3 a.m. And is that going to be, will that be a, a... U.S. time, United States time, 12 a.m. to 3 a.m.? It's actually the South African time because most of the people, the prayer warriors are from South Africa, but um, we wrote it on there. It's it's actually South African time. So uh, people just have to calculate what time it is in their cities or wherever they are around the world. But um, we thought it would be easier to let people know that it's African time so that they can calculate by themselves what time it will be on their sides. Okay, so I'll be sure to uh, write down some of the times that it will be in different time zones on the internet. So, Nomvula, thank you yes. so much again for being on Face City Outreach. And I plan to attend this rally and look forward to it, sister. Thank you for uh, being a voice Amen. of hope for women and men too mm-hmm. in South Africa mm-hmm. and globally. I don't want to just say. South Africa, but globally. May God continue to use your sister to spread the gospel and give hope globally. Can you please end in a uh, prayer? Yes, absolutely. Um, I just want to. I just want to declare, uh, Marina, um, in a form of, of prayer. You know, I don't just want to um, give a word of encouragement or prayer, but I just want to declare this upon um, your life, those that are listening, that it will not last forever. It may feel like it's taking forever, but nothing lasts forever. We know about the story of Job, who suffered tragically after the, after tragedy after tragedy, but at this at the same time at some point his suffering ceased i'm going to repeat that verse again in job 36 15 but those who suffer he delivers from their suffering he speaks to them in their affliction this is not a question or a maybe this is an assurance in the name of jesus i speak now as a prophet of God, that your suffering will turn around to be your testimony. Your afflictions will be your triumphs. You who is heavy burdened right now, cast your cares and worries to Jesus. You who feel lost, seek him for he is ready to be found. I want to invite you to come out and pray and pray even right now, even after this recording, continue to pray. He will answer. Now more than ever before, God wants his daughters back to him, back to righteousness and salvation. God God is changing your story from poverty to abundance, from suffering to deliverance, from pain to joy. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed and we have declared in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Faith City Outreach can be heard daily, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Arizona time and 7 p.m. Eastern time. Faith City Outreach thanks Global Women Christian Chamber of Commerce Embassy and Four Winds Ministries for being supporters. Psalm 117, praise the Lord all you nations, extol him all you peoples, for great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to Faith City Outreach with Marina Maria as she interviews Christian pastors and leaders to discuss scriptures and topics affecting the Christian community and to pray for the nations. If you need to contact Marina Maria, please email her at fcoprogram at gmail.com. That email again is fcoprogram at gmail.com. Until next time, Marina wants to remind you from Matthew six thirty three. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The music used in this broadcast is used courtesy of Zapswat.com.